Last night I came up with a fairly simple policy. You get respect, you get a baseline of respect inversely related to the amount of privilege you enjoy. It started more like white, cis-head white guys don't get any respect, they have to earn it. Other people get some. be accurate about it. White privilege is not just for white men. And um, other privileges add up on that scale. some sort of a, some sort of an app for profiling people and um, using machine learning to figure out how much race respect they should get. I've been listening to a lot of atheist podcasts, starting with, nobody listens to this one, just name names. Um, so I, we went on a road trip sound right. We drove to a wedding in Kansas, seven hours to our motel, another hour to the wedding, and back, so a lot of podcasts. Listen to Anteros once, um, actually timed that perfectly. Listening to the Anteros album, very much like going to a live show. Well, it's it's very much like a concert set list, just because it feels like they have an encore built in. It feels like they have, you know, the rallying cry at the end of the Antero's song. Anyway, um, listen to a bunch of scathing atheists. Listen to... <coughs> some Seth Andrews, then it was Monday, and we had three or three and a half hours of uh, Atheist Community of Austin stuff, we had talkie, then we had Atheist Experience, let's say a good hour of both those, between those shows was spent with controversy where the show's head on this YouTuber who said some stupid transphobic but not intentionally transphobic stuff. You know, kind of like bell curve stuff, right? Like, why can't I say these things? The statistics bear it out. And then he had to go back and release it apology video and blah 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 and he wasn't the guy I really liked on the show anyway that was guesting so it was fine and I mean it's not fine um, apparently the AC 
game lost a bunch of trans volunteers over this. And that's really fucked up and bad. Um, it's... When you think about how you've got this organization that I assume gets most of its donations because of its uh, YouTubes and what do you call it? Patreons. But possibly not, but I'm not sure what the dues are in the ACA. But when you hear you guys talk about giving hundreds upon hundreds and upon hundreds of dollar donations, you sort of think, well, it, it's a significant part of funding. Yet, it is a, it is a community group, and it has volunteers from that community who are then Platforming a trans foe is not making someone feel unwelcome. It's making someone feel they, but it's two faced. discussion of denying humanity. It's a really fucked up situation. And volunteers are weird. Um, like, not in a bad way, but when people volunteer for an organization and it's not court-ordered, just invalidate that investment, but to, to sort of spit in the face of a volunteer. And I haven't seen any of the British kids' videos. Silly, um, and I think they come, and I think even the name rationality movements comes from a position of incredible privilege and all sorts of other things. Uh, so, listening to a lot about that, 
listening to a lot on this subject. And then, coincidentally, Seth Andrews had a call-in show and he got this piece of shit, transphobic, bigot, redneck, and Seth Andrews frequently platforms pieces of shit, bigots, misogynists, transphobes, probably homophobes, um, to the point that I had to pull, I dropped, I was like, ah, I'm pissed off about this, I'm gonna drop the Patreon donation down to a fucking episode, or three or whatever, uh, because it's not good work, and he cut the call off with one of the pieces of shit he called in. He had another piece of shit he called in about abortion. And whereas Talk Heathen or the Atheist Experience will shut down the sort of piece of shit libertarian atheists, Seth Andrews platforms them. And he doesn't see it as platforming, I don't think, because he sees it as a radio call-in show. But radio call-in shows were our ephemeral. Seth Andrews is archived. Seth Andrews is long tail. Um, same episode as the piece of shit calling in about abortion. It was an upstate white New Yorker. Like, guy, of course, who's, like, hilariously a piece of shit. Like, he talked about how he knew a lot about history because his dad was in military history, and it's just like, okay. Um, the erection over Nazi paraphernalia, like, you can hear it in his voice. So... But on the, on the abortion show, he had this black woman calling in. And I'm guessing, based on her voice, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. And it's like, she really likes Seth Andrews, she really likes the show. And he has a very soft landing point. Not in a bad way. If you need that sort of thing. Experience. I don't know what it's like to need a religion, um, whatever, to leave a, a community based in a religion, etc. So I mean, I'm I'm willing to just go and say that this is an important thing. I think it's a problematic thing to say you promote humanism and then you let some idiot transphobe literally lie on the air. And that was like the thing about his, his call with the transphobe redneck was The guy was factually incorrect. Seth Andrews corrected him. 
and then it, it, it didn't affect the trajectory of the call. So, yeah, it's, it's really interesting what the turfs have unleashed. Um, misogyny for their own good type attitudes and just sort of this patriarchal reinforcement. The first thing I thought when I got done, when we got home, I was done listening to all this stuff, and I got to go listen to Exponent and sort of bathe in uh, a lot of different privilege. Um, but some of it's sent. Sort of the intellectualization of poverty and things like that. But, but still, like, Exponent, I, I like, I, I really like Exponent. Understanding 21st century business and economics, but so my first thought after between getting home, finally being done listening to um, white male cis white male atheists talk about um, abortion and talk about uh, trans rights was and here what one quick thing I want to throw out is that scathing atheist is hands down of the dudes right now the best on abortion no illusions have this whole I'm not pro-choice, I'm pro-abortion um, diatribe. And that was, that was really good. There's always like these clips from these shows I wish I could share with my, I guess, believer friends. whatever context it exists in. So, seriously, I'm stuck behind a truck right now. Oh, and it doesn't matter. Because everybody else is stuck now. Anyway, so I, my first reaction when I got done was I was, I'm really not, I don't like the term free thinkers. To feel like um, free thinkers are, you know, people who are really invested in white supremacy, frankly, um, neoliberal imperialists. I just, they rub me the wrong way. Why would you want to be called a free thinker instead of a humanist? Is sort of the thing. So I was initially just kind of like, craft a incisive tweet about uh, free thinkers or 
my Twitter followers who do not give a shit. <clears throat> like, I have zero engagement on any of the atheist stuff. I do, I follow, I know I follow multiple atheists, but black atheists don't really want to participate with the white atheists for some reason. It's kind of weird. Um, similarly, a lot of internet atheism is partially based on fanboying. Um, what's that fucker's name? Oh god, what is his name? I want to say Sam Adams. Sam whatever, Christopher Hitchens, it's about fanboying these guys, and that's fine, like, I fanboyed Christopher Hitchens for a couple minutes in 2001 or something, 2002, and then he dropped off my radar and sort of came up with sort of popularizing atheism radar, and there's a lot of awesome Christopher Hitchens probably a lot of not awesome too. Uh, I sort of remember he got into it with some other guy during the Gulf War II because he wanted, he supported one group that was being <coughs> exterminated by the Turks and the other guy supported a group that was being exterminated by the Iraqi something, and so they just couldn't agree about which um, population being slaughtered deserved it or not. Something. Uh, it was the British guy who was yelling about Bush back in the day. He was really funny. He jumped off some deep end. I don't remember what it was. Scottish guy. I don't know. I followed his blog so, you know, I listened to X-Woman, I chilled out on Memorial Day, went grocery shopping, whatever, and then it occurred to me that the problem is not free-thinking white men. The problem is white men, <clears throat> specifically cishet white men. We could get more specific and be like, um, Gen X. That, I guess that's what I, I forgot when I was talking about the fanboy thing, was that white, or atheist YouTube, atheist podcast, they all seem to be very, if you're a millennial doing it, you seem to fanboy the Gen Xers, and if you're the Gen Xer, you are in a cult of personality. Listening to Seth Andrews defend not giving an opinion on Sam Harris in 2019 is some incredible fucking gymnastics. Like, that was the last thing I we heard before we got home. It was just kind of like, okay, so free thinking is basically doing 
acrobatics to maintain your existing opinion, um, existing prejudices. There's a free thinker, critical thinker, critical free thinker, who is the person who introduced me to the crime on crime violence euphemism. You're talking about black people, but you say crime on crime. And then it's really fun to throw like, yeah, those rednecks in Tennessee killing each other over meth labs really are pieces of shit and dangerous, aren't they? And then they don't know what the fuck to say. And then they make up something about how like, having guns is good and stops home intruders and that there's really a secret internet of people sharing their experiences killing home It's weird that, and then of course this this person I'm thinking of doesn't believe in statistics. He thinks they're all a lie from the man. So, um, the, there's no like statistical. There, there's no data. He can't provide. He can't provide um, peer-reviewed report uh, conclusions. He can only provide. Memes that exist on a certain part of Facebook. Facebook people are weird. Like, I'm just gonna say, Facebook people are weird. You know, Facebook people think Twitter people are weird. Facebook people are fucking weird. And when you get the crossover of Twitter people who know that, who do Facebook and know that Facebook's really fucking weird and toxic, it's, it's interesting. Anyway. <clears throat> like... I'm ashamed of some of the things I see people I know say on Facebook. And I, I'm not even talking about the guy who said that racism was over because of Obama a few years ago. I'm talking about just free thinking. Um, <clears throat> let's talk on it. Let's everybody have an opinion about things that you're not informed about. What a good idea. Let's not inform ourselves uh, accurately. Let's just fucking talk. So anyway, uh, but then I realized that it's not free thinkers. It's cishet white men, and cishet white men get zero respect. Other people, depending on, it's the Chris Rock boxing thing, basically. The more oppression you face the better boxer you are. I'm not sure how I feel about that with the Hispanic guys versus black guys, but I guess there's a thing there. I don't know. He'd have to revise that. But it's this basic inverse where <clears throat> a trans black woman who, let's not forget, trans women of color started the gay rights movement. They, they stonewalled. They were stonewalled. And then they were dropped by white men. Gay white men. Cis gay white men. Um, the average life expectancy of a trans black woman is 30. And that's because they're constantly murdered. 
and that's really, 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 really fun. <coughs> so, trans black ones can get all the respect. Since that white guy doesn't get sick. Because he doesn't need shit. And, I mean, there's class things in there, but that's... I mean, you need to figure in... Alright. I mean, you're not going to get any respect if you're a Trump voter. There are situations where I will feign it out of decorum or as part of my job. But that's basically no. We're not doing that. Does Alyssa Milano get does her respect baseline change after she's acknowledged she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about with US history which is not A, not surprising but B just really? You, you don't think you need to know what the fuck you're talking about? You, you really think your education on the set of who's the boss was sufficient for you to talk about current events? Um, like, I don't fucking talk about current events. There's a reason for that. I know that I would have to fucking do a lot of work to be informed enough. Anyway, uh, so yeah. That was my, my conclusion, that don't respect cishet white men until they earn respect, because we're not good people. And if we tell you we're good people, that is probably a really good sign that we're not.